Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now is Andy McCarthy. Of course, Andy was an assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Andy, uh, the other big story today, Hunter Biden uh, crashes the House hearing uh, where they are looking at holding him in contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena. I, 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 It was an astounding moment, Andy. Could you ever imagine? He just shows there with his attorneys and is laughing in the front row uh, in the hearing room, it was really shocking. Yeah, it was well. I I think um, it was a nice stunt. Um, maybe they should have uh, anticipated he could do something like this. I'm not sure he wins the day because um, on television with him sitting there, Nancy Mace kind of laid into him for about three minutes, which was um, you know highly uncomfortable. And then he fled the room when Marjorie Taylor Greene was starting to speak and I, and that reminded everyone that the um, the last time she spoke in his, in the context of Hunter, she did a little show and tell with some pictures that maybe Hunter didn't want to see well, she, the, um, somebody the asked hearing. for his arrest. Who was it? Mace. It was or Mace. Mace <laughs> said, why don't we yeah. arrest him? No, and, let's get you. No, she looked at him and said, let's get you right now. Let's arrest you. And Andy, would you explain to people how the house can do that? Well, yeah, you know, look, I think it would have been um, it would have been inconsistent to uh, arrest him at the same time that the stated purpose for the committee meeting today was to make a finding of contempt so that they could refer that to the full house and hold him in contempt, which is usually the uh, condition before you would arrest someone. So I, I don't know that there was much um, chance of that. I, I would just point out to people, um, pardon the pun, but he's playing with the house money here. In the sense that, you know, there's no law. If, if you don't have enforcement, then the law is just a talking point. And the, the fact of the matter is the Biden Justice Department is never going to prosecute Hunter for criminal contempt. So the worst he has to worry about is the Republicans uh, citing him for contempt, which that looks like it's already going to happen. And all that's happening here is because he's under two indictments and has lots of other potential criminal exposure, if he were to testify, he would take the fifth, which would be very embarrassing for his father, who's up to his neck in the Biden family business. So what they're trying to do is figure out a way to spin not showing up to testify without having to actually show up and take the fifth. Andy, uh, but I, I don't know that anyone's getting fooled by that. I want to ask you a question about uh, this great artist, uh, Hunter Biden, where people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the White House made a big show of saying that ethical guidelines and controls and they were never going to know who gave uh, the kid money for his great works of art. Now it turns out that the curator of the uh, of the gallery said that's not true. There were never guidelines. What do you make of that? I'm shocked. 
Just uh, gambling going on. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Do you guys remember that there was an old uh, Saturday Night Live skit where uh, John Lovitz played Picasso, and every time he never had any money, but every time they gave him a bill, he would scribble something on a napkin and hand it on. I'm Picasso, so he would never have to pay. It was, um, and it seems to me like this is kind of a reverse. I'm Hunter Biden. He, yeah, right. and people do pay him all this. Uh, all this money. But, uh, you know, look, what the reason that the the Biden family business is so intriguing to people is it's so sleazy. So I think every time every time we get a little peek behind the curtain and we find out something sleazy is going on, how surprised are people really by that? Not at all. But you know what? I will tell you, Andy, getting back to what happened today, it was really surprising. And I think even if, like you said, uh, the DOJ won't, you know, technically hold him in contempt and all the steps on Hunter Biden. It still looks really bad, like a double standard. And I go back to look what the, look what they did with Steve Bannon. Look what they did with Peter Navarro uh, when they didn't show up. It just looks like such a, and the fact that he, I, to me, it was so arrogant that he showed up there and sat and he's smiling and the committee was like, whoa, whoa. I mean, it, it was really an incredible moment on Capitol Hill. And the fact that they went they went through this and the fact he's still he's he's just kind of thumbing his nose at them. And it's so blatant after what he did in December. Yeah, well, you you guys have um, uh, particularly Pete, but guys who are uh, better at these calculations than I am. But I just have to think that the Biden Justice Department and Democrats generally have indicted the president's likely opponent in the election four times and they've timed it perfectly so that it would all fall right in the middle of the election. You have a situation where, you know, they've taken a three hour riot and I'm not saying a riot is anything other than a terrible thing, but it was a three hour riot that was so um, uh, that Congress was able to reconvene that night and they've arrested 1200 people out of it. In the meantime, we had months of very lethal rioting that they turned a blind eye toward. And this is a long-winded way of saying, I think people have gotten the point about two tiers of justice and that that's done a lot of damage to Biden. But I don't know at this point, Rita, how much more any single additional instance of two tiers of justice does. And I think they would just... I think the the decision is going to be the election in November. And, and that's, that's what it, it should yep. be. That's I agree, it. John. Otherwise, yep. they're just playing ping pong with each other. Right. And by the way, that's what yep. it should be, as opposed to uh, lawfare in the courts. Right. Um, Andy McCarthy, thank you very much, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a great night, guys. Thank, thank you. you.